Gaza, welcome everyone to Just Keep Hunting. Do what it says on the tin. I'm Sonny Munn. How are you travelling, Az? Hello, great man. How are you, buddy? Buddy tip top, mate. Brisbane top two. We're coming into finals. Last round of the season. Feeling good. Well, you sound better than a Bulldog supporter, don't you, mate? Would not be hard. I mean, okay, bugger it. Let's get straight into that. Last week, the Bulldogs went over to West Coast and got done, which in itself is a shocker. But two things. One... May I correct you? They lost at home. Oh, my God. They lost they at did home. Too. They didn't go I to West Coast. I didn't even realise because I wasn't bothering to watch that game. That was at Marvel. What are they doing? <laughs> you know what? Bigger doing, though. What are West Coast doing? You play Putrid for 20-odd rounds and then decide to lose the first draft pick. I think that was Adam Simpson going, you're about to sack me, so I'm taking the number one draft pick off you. Well, mate, the only bloke happier than West Coast during that win would have to be Harley Reid because he's now staying in Victoria, albeit at Arden Street, for a couple of years before he gets traded somewhere else. But the dogs, mate, on the dogs. Last week, you said, oh, look, I'm a bit sorry. I'll, I'll reveal a bit behind the curtain. Before we started recording, you said, mate, I don't really have heaps of punts this week, but I've got the lock of the year for next week. And I was like, all right, whatever. And it was getting on the dogs last week at over three bucks to win in Geelong. The dogs are currently at $1.69 to beat Geelong this weekend because they have to win, and Geelong have sent every single player to the surgeon. So without even the ball being bounced, we've won. If you got on them at three bucks last week and you lay them at $1.69 this week, you don't have to be a mathematical boffin to realise that your account is about to fill up. Yeah, it was good. It's been it's panned out as, as well as we could have expected. And the line was 18 and a half too, which I took as much of as they let me on for. Um, so that's good. But hey, it's the dogs. They lost to West Coast at home. There's nothing <laughs> surer. There's nothing surer they'll lose this week. Absolutely nothing surer. <laughs> they'll lose by oh, 19. Nothing surer, so. Quite possibly. What else have we learned? Hey, mate, we learned that uh, the Gold Coast have signed Dimmer, who a few months ago was, quote, burnt out by footy. Yeah. And one dinner and a European trip later, he's got the solve on that burn and has signed for six years in a multi-million dollar contract. As we've said subtly on this show before, he's a putrid bloke, putrid, overrated, will do nothing up there, um, clearly just wanted to bail out of Richmond, couldn't even see a season out, shows the absolute character of the bloke. He'll go up there and everyone will think he's the messiah. Probably win the first four and everyone will say this and that, like Clarko won two, and then they'll all just go to shit. All the good players will leave, hopefully, and I hope he never wins another flag because ultimately he's Essendon. As his opinions are not necessarily those of Mint Sports and just and keep punting. As we also do on this show, we celebrate hating Essendon. And didn't we celebrate it last week? What happened Oh, it was them? great. Brad Scott before it. Oh, you know, it's great to have, you know, something to play for in the last two rounds. This is what you play footy for. Fifth biggest loss in the club's history. Fifth biggest. Absolute right? cowards, a lot of them. Yep, sleep with the light on those crooks. Whoa. They're crooks. They'll go nowhere. Get it to the corner with that now, stat. I've heard that um, if they win by 120 this week and GWS <laughs> lose by 120 or something, they can make the finals. Please happen so then they can lose the final and then we can all rejoice in how many years it's been since they've won a final. We'll get into some of the games soon, but the funniest thing would be if Miracle upon Miracle, they beat the Pies by that required 120. So then all of a sudden, on Sunday night, we get Carlton playing their absolute ass off to try and win by 120 points so they guarantee Essendon in the first final. <laughs> 
<laughs> You're one of the greats. Hey, mate, in terms of what we learned, I want to just touch on something because it might be recency bias, but I can't really remember a season where we had so much certainties that turned out not to be so certain. So majority of the season, it was the Pies. Now they're incredibly vulnerable. The Saints were just always dropping out of the eight. That was always going to happen. Cheers, they're playing finals. Carlton were cooked. They were shocking. There were queries on Voss's coaching. Now they are the form side of the national competition. The reigning premiers aren't going to be involved at all come September. It's been a bloody topsy-turvy year. Yeah, and, um, you know, I think that's where it pays to have a contrarian view on punting. You know, you get carried away. Don't watch AFL 360 and all these blokes. <laughs> like, they just go week to week. They don't think anything about long-term. Just take a view on side. I mean, I, I didn't even realise. I've spec'd GWS to make the eight before the season started at eight bucks just because I had a view on them. You know, GWS to make the eight. They might make it now. Eight dollars. Yeah, at eight dollars I got them yeah, at the start of the year before a ball was kicked. Wow. So, you know, and, and we did say on this show Geelong were cooked in about round five. They wouldn't make the eight. So although they made a bit of a run of it, I think that's the biggest surprise. The reigning premier not making the eight. Yeah. I think Port Adelaide making the top four has been a big surprise from where they were. And I think Saints making the eight, it's like, yeah, it's a bit of a surprise. But when you put the Ross Lyon factor in, I mean, you love him or hate him. I, I think he's a genius. But, um, you know, they, they've done really well with the list they've got. So, um it's so even. Adelaide could have easily made the eight. Oh, you know, there's, there's don't plenty mention of teams it. Don't who, mention the war. Oh, yeah, I know. But um, how's the Lions? I mean, fair income. If you had told Lions at the start of the year, you have to play, you have to beat St Kilda and Port Adelaide at home. Take that. To get a home prelim. You take that. A home prelim. That's all you've got to do. You would have said, who do I blow? Who do I blow? For that? <laughs> fair income. Is that how it works? That's how it works. Mate. And honestly, fair income. Some people would say, where do I sign? Oh, I threw a mate, it'd be more interesting. So, <laughs> You've got a different angle. They had to go to Marvel last week, and they had to win against Collingwood, and in the Who Do You Blow Cup, they got up, and now it's in their hands. So, mm, so to speak. I think the Saints are playing well, so it won't be easy up there, but God, you know, if they, if they don't win that, they're, they're as fraudulent as a dog's. All I kept thinking watching that game last Friday night, as a Brisbane fan, I know we talk about Brisbane a lot, but I just kept thinking, thank Christ this isn't at the G. This is great for us. If that was at the G, I don't know if we yeah, get up. Yeah, well, they played Marvel well. Yeah. Well, I mean, they pretty much had the game in control. But, look, I think um, the other thing is, um, the other thing we need to start talking about after this round is, is straight sets, is... Who in the top four is going to go out in straight sets? Because I'm pretty sure one of them is. Because, and I want to say I'm pretty sure, due to the evenness of the comp, you can easily see someone going out in straight sets. I don't think the top four are far and away better side. So if if Collingwood play Melbourne at the G, Mm. what are the odds going to be in that first final? I think Melbourne start favourites. Whether they win is another thing. Yeah, I don't know about that because I, I, I think... Collingwood will get up this week and then get a few players back. And I th- oh, it'll be pretty even. God, they look cooked, the pies. They look they look like if you had to put your last dollar on one of the top four to go out in the straight sets at the moment, I'd put it on the pies. I would put it on the pies. So I think the way it would work is let's say the pies or Melbourne lose that first round. 
Whoever loses that, I believe, will be playing Carlton. So, yeah, that's your straight sets right there, isn't it, really? Imagine that. Imagine Carlton are playing Collingwood at the G in week two of the finals. And Collingwood... And knock them out for straight sets to make a prelim. Oh, Oh. Oh, boys, There's no better place to be than Melbourne in September. And if we get an elimination final between the Blues and the Pies for a prelim... It is Brown Dax time for everyone out there who's watching. I will be flying down just to give one set of supporters shit just because I just would love to. Because either way, you just go to that game that happy. Um, It's just full of enjoyment. I'll tell you what, the spray that we were talking about all year about the Carlton fans when they were getting right into their players, by the way, haven't lost a game since. Thanks for the spray. The dogs copped a very similar one over the race on the weekend. Heard it, heard it. Absolute. Ear melter. Heard that. Um, God, it's pretty rank, isn't it? And then Beveridge decides to go by his namesake. Tuesday they rock up. Did you see this for training? No. Boys, we're not going to training today. We're going to the pub. Did he? The dogs went to the pub on Tuesday, Arvo, instead of training. Respect. Last week before finals, potentially. Respect. Players love it. But, jeez, interesting time to do it. If you lose this week, you're going to have about four months to go to the pub. Get on them. I wonder what liver was drinking. Just the cordials, mate. Just the cordials. Yeah. Don't you worry about that. Do you want to talk about any games in particular, mate? Or... Yeah, I think... Um, oh, well, obviously, we're invested in the dogs um, already, so that's just a watch. In terms of betting this week, I think um, for people who like to take multis, I think there's a pick-your-own-line opportunity on the Saints. That line's fat at 26.5. Like, you can take that out to, like, 40, 44 at $1.30. I mean... I can't see the Saints getting pumped in that game. Unless they rest a bunch of players before finals now that they're in. So the team selection's going to be big this week. Yeah. I do like the... I do, Weird things happen in the last round too. Yeah, I mean, Richmond have got... What have Richmond got to play for? They've had the big send-off last week. They would have had a bit of a piss-up. They've now got to fly to Port. Port need to win. Oh, I mean, that stinks of smashing. You know what else stinks of it? And I know that they don't have anything to play and they're away from home. But surely, surely the Gold Coast get over North. North have got, what, a first draft pick to play for if they lose. What's their incentive not to put the queue in the rack? Good point. They've got absolutely no reason to win that game. None. Blood the youngsters. Give them a taste. Boys at the Gold Coast, show your new coach what you've got. I think that is the better of the week, Gold Coast, at about a buck 35. Oh, God. Put them in with all your multis. Can you take teams like that at bloody dollar twenty eight? I mean, come on, it's not it's not for me. Yes, you it's can. It's not for me. So if North win, are they are they got oh they got better percentage than North? Okay, so yeah, they can't with you winning, can they? Yeah, yeah, they do. So they need to lose. They need to lose in order to maintain number one. He goes good. This kid does he? Harley Reid. Yeah, okay. I don't follow all that stuff. Like you can't punt on it, so I don't follow it. <laughs> you're too busy you're too busy wondering whether there's going to be any snow at Christmas in London when I, when I can punt on you mate then, <laughs> you should get a good price exactly. on it when I can punt on you let me know otherwise pff. I do like that Crows I still want to take the Crows at the line this week in Perth the 29 and a half I think that line's going to come in with West Coast winning I think that line's too big um, I can see that coming into mid to low 20s and if it does I'd, I'd want to be involved in that I think a lot depends. Like the Carlton GWS game could be a dead game for Carlton. I want to talk about this game. I want to talk about this because 
there is a chance that if they were all locked in to play each other, the way results go, they, they could be locked in to play each other in an elimination in the first week of finals. Biggest stay away ever. Because how do you, as a coach, how do you straddle the line of going in with the form of the comp and wanting to continue that and also not wanting to show any of your cards and keeping your powder dry? And it could also be they're both locked in. Surely it's a bit of a, a handshake deal in the race. Hey, boys, want to just... Uh, Get some uncontested possessions today. Let's not uh, let's not hurt each other because in two weeks' time we're playing each other in a final at the G. Maybe, maybe, but also GWS could be it could be dead for Carlton and GWS could be playing for a home final. That's right. It's a big wait and see. It's a big wait yeah, and see because yeah. if that is the case, then you you're pretty strong on GWS. If they're locked in to play each other in finals, I don't reckon Cripps plays. You might even bench Kerno. Like, I don't know. I don't know. It's going to be such an interesting selection debate. How good's Kerno? He's a player of the comp. Oh, player of the comp at the moment. Right. He single-handedly won him that game at the end against Gold Coast. He is red hot. And if he can light up finals, I'm so, I can't believe I'm getting excited about Carlton <laughs> for September. Going on. Oh, if Kerno kicks six in a, six, 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 four games in a row, right, they're, like, he's, he's hard oh. to stop. Well, what if they rest him this week and Tex has to kick like 10 for the Coleman and they just keep bombing it down his throat over against West Coast? There's going to be some fun watches this week. Yeah, I think it is. I think I, I wouldn't be taking unders in many games this week. That's all I'd be saying. I'd be very wary of nah, the unders. I- there's somewhere out there, there's, you could do worse than just putting it on 40-plus in a few games because there's going to be some blowouts. Whatever you do, though, just imagine what you could be buying instead. I really do like your Gold Coast angle. I think the, like, we've got to be looking at oh. like goal scorer markets for a king or something like that because like, sometimes yep. you know, they don't rest blokes, but what they do, they'll say, yeah, well, we'll, uh, we'll put like uh, you know, our Ruck Rover on king. Um, oh, he must be injured because he's not in the goal markets. He must be out, King, is he? Oh, he's out. Oh, God, okay. Oh, that $1.28's looking shaky. <laughs> Levi Casbolt's favourite to kick the most goals with Gold Coast. My Lord. Fascinating round of footy ahead. It's the last one before finals where we all get to freshen up and then we'll just pick the card each week in the finals. Thank your mother for the rabbits. Have you got anything running around in the racing department this week? Mate, I'm getting excited. I'm getting excited. Yeah. It's that time of year, you know. Spring's around the corner. Yes. The footy finals are upon us. Racing's getting good. No time better. So, going to just uh, steer everyone into Rose Hill. Okay. Uh, on Saturday. Race seven, the up-and-coming stakes. Mm. Um, group three here for three-year-olds. The rail's out six metres, Rose Hill. Dry track. Normally favours on paces. So, that this horse isn't going to get the favours, but... I've loved its first two runs, this prep. Um, he goes third up, 1,300 metres here. Absolute peak fitness. Electric turn of foot. His name's NCAP. He's $20. I th- Wowzers. Here's trouble. I think he should be about eight. Is a fair price. Is the right price. Oof. I think if you're back at each way, you're, he will run really, really well. And hopefully for me, he will be winning. And if that wins, if that wins at 3.15... And the Lions win at 4.30. And you hear of any um, people getting charged for running uh, nude. Nude down the middle of the street. Through the streets. Um, There's a huge chance that I may know who that is. That's all I'll say. Oh, we're going streaking through the quad. (laughs) We're going streaking. 20 to 1. Hey, guys out there, I always say it. You win some, you lose more. So in that one, you can go a bit each way and you're absolutely 
farting through silk if that comes through. This week, I'm going all favourites galore here in the Munns Multi. I'm going a whopping 11-legger just to try and give people some interest because I got blown out Friday night. Blown out. I was like, all right, that was worthwhile. So this week, huge 11-legger, some sort of Chernobyl-inspired spider, I guess. Don't know what has 11 legs. In the AFL, we're going the Pies, the Gold Coast, Brisbane and Port. NRL, we're going Penrith, the Storm, New Zealand Warriors and the Roosters. Genuinely can't see those teams losing, not because they're awesome, but because they're playing complete shit. In the basketball, the World Cup kicks off Friday night and the Boomers are going to get it done over traditional rivals, Finland. Cheers. <laughs> and in the EPL, I'm back in your mob, Man United, to get up against Nottingham Forest at home. And I like the look of Arsenal's early form and I don't like the look of Fulham, so Arsenal to get over Fulham. Look, it's only, it's just under seven bucks, but you can't sneeze at that. And with any luck, it gives you something to look at all weekend. Who, who are the uh, New Zealand got in rugby league? The Warriors are at home against... St. George Illawarra, who are an absolute, like, they wish they were a basket case. They are that bad. So they're incredibly short. I'm talking like $1.15 chances, $1.10 chances. Yeah, right. It's purely for viewing, but they all add up, and there's a few locks this week in the NRL. That is for sure. All right. Is Ben Hunt still playing for St. George? Mate, he's the skipper who doesn't want to be there. Isn't that great? He came out halfway through the year. That's it. I want to leave because the weather's not good enough. Cheers. And then new coach came in and went, guess what, champion? You're not going anywhere. Yeah, so he's the, uh, he's the captain. Yeah, they're a shambles. Yeah, right. Okay. Good to know. Good to know. Good to know. Good to know. All right, mate. Is that pretty much going to sum it up going into the last round of footy? I think it is. I think it is. Exciting round. We'll, get, we'll be back for the finals where uh, we'll be on the front foot trying to get four out of four. Oh, yeah, that's what we're after. We're going to unlock the value in the finals. We're going to tip everyone into a few winners. And when I say we, it's going to be Azza. Do not listen to what I have to say, except for when I say set yourself a deposit limit and have a think if you can afford to place a bet. Until then, Azza, thank you for your time and your wisdom. I'll see you next week. Absolute pleasure. Stay mint. I will. Thanks, mate. See you, Dig. See you, Digger. We celebrate hating Essendon. And didn't we celebrate it last week? Oh, it was great. Brad Scott before it. Oh, you know, it's great to have, you know, something to play for in the last two rounds. This is what you play footy for. Fifth biggest loss in the club's history. Fifth biggest. Absolute cowards, a lot of them. Yep, sleep with the light on those crooks. They're crooks. They'll go nowhere.